0: heard of it, haven't you? The tale of the black-eyed kids. For many years, folks have been reporting that these creatures or entities show up at their homes, apartments, businesses, or even approach them in their parked vehicles in a parking lot. They will ask to come in and use the phone or your bathroom, and you'll feel this awful feeling of dread. If you tell them no, they will become violent and terrorize the outside of your house, banging at your doors and windows, demanding to be let in. That's when you notice it. Their jet black eyes. But if you tell them yes and let them in, they say terrible things will happen to you. As you might have guessed, these creatures are no strangers to the Appalachian region. And tonight, I'm joined by my pal, Jared, from Jared King TV, as we go over five black-eyed kid stories from the Appalachian region. Now,
1: this first story takes place in Glade Spring, West Virginia, back in 2014. So I'd never heard of the black-eyed children until I encountered them. Still not knowing what in the world or anything they were, I did what any modern 25-year-old male would do. I Googled them. And boy, was I shocked. I wasn't the only one. I had not seen him for myself. I would have just thought it to be another modern urban legend gone viral. Besides my girlfriend, I've only told my brother who's into everything creepy and horror. For I knew he would be the only one not to judge me. Or try to commit me to a mental hospital. He's the one who said I should post it here. If this is the wrong sub, please direct me to the right one. Keep in mind, I'm no writer. I'm sorry for any grammar. I'm an accountant. I don't want any upvotes or try to impress anybody. I'm just simply trying to warn people that some things out in this world or beyond our comprehension. And if you hear a knock at the door, make sure you check before opening it. I wish I had, and here's my story. My girlfriend and I live in a small gated community in Southern West Virginia called Glade Springs. The community has about 150 houses country club and a steakhouse bar called Bunkers now anyone can come through the gate during the business hours and of Bunkers but after they close the front security gate stops all traffic and makes sure that you're a resident if you're a visitor they call the house that you're going to to verify that you're actually expecting them sometimes it can be a hassle but hey I don't have to worry about a robbery. So imagine my surprise when my doorbell chimed at 3 a.m. I was jarred awake and wasn't sure if it was just a dream, considering I had just went to bed shortly before and was probably going into REM sleep. I rolled over and looked at the clock, noticing the time. When my doorbell chimed again, I felt like a cold chill run through my body. Not reading too much into it. Could be one of the neighbors, you know, they have as an emergency or anything, you know. I nonchalantly made my way to the door. Now, see how foolish I really was. And I opened it. Luckily, the wrought iron storm door was still locked. Because who, or what stood before me, was not a resident of the community. Two young boys stood at my doorstep. One looking at about 17, another about 10. Wearing a dark hooded sweatshirt and jeans. The young one had on shaggy, dirty... The young one had shaggy, dirty blonde hair and would only look down at the stone steps. And the other one had his hood pulled, and his head tipped to where I could only see half from his nose down. My voice cowed in my throat, and before I could even ask what they wanted, the older one spoke. His voice sounded forced and dry. There was no emotion, no sincerity of what he said. I'm sorry to bother you and your girlfriend, but we need to come in to use your phone. We've been in an accident. I felt the familiar chill return to my whole body. How did he know my girlfriend was here? I wrote it off as my Tahoe and... Her Volkswagen was in the driveway, and I figured they just assumed. I tripped over my words. Something, something about these kids just weren't right, weren't normal, and wasn't human. I, um, I can bring you my cell phone, and you can call. I don't get service inside here, so you'll have to stand out on the sidewalk to call. I finally said nervously. Of course, I was lying through my clenched teeth. I did not want these kids in my house. Well, my brother really needs to use your bathroom, Kane. We have to come in, the older one said. And that's when I went into complete panic. He knew my name. I'm sorry, are you from here? How did you know my name? The words practically shook out of my mouth. That's when he became slightly hostile and demanded to be let inside. I told him I was sorry, but I couldn't help him. And just as I was about to close the main door is when it happened. The both of them snapped their heads upwards and looked at me straight in the eyes. Black. No iris, no pupil, no retina. Just pure, deep. Deep black i was paralyzed with fear for a second i thought those kids were just playing a really cruel joke and it snuck in the community somehow and had brought some of those freaky supernatural demon contact lenses that was until i heard it ringing that was until i heard ringing there's like a ringing sound that you hear when you have a hearing test done, that digital high-pitched shrill ring. And then the flashback started. I was suddenly a toddler again at my grandparents' house, sitting under a chestnut tree, with my mother picking up the nuts and putting them in a large metal soup kettle. It's a crisp fall day. It's one of my earliest and dearest dearest memories. I was about three. And even have a picture. And one I hold very dear to my heart. But then. But then they were there. Behind my mother. We locked eyes. Their eyes still black as night. And suddenly they smiled simultaneously. That's when everything. Went black. The next thing I knew. I was shaken awake. Lying in the. Mudroom floor. My girlfriend standing over me. With a worried look. What the heck, Kane?" She asked. I had no idea how to answer. My head. Had taken a good whack against the slate floor. And a bit of dry blood was stuck to my hair. But other than that, I was fine physically. I slowly remembered everything. And it What happened and looked at the door. Daylight. I'd never been so glad to see morning in all my life. I told my girlfriend everything that happened. And I honestly think she thought I had brain damage from hitting the floor. But she insisted she believed me. And then we Googled it, and I believe that's when she really started to believe me. Was right then. I don't know who or what they were. Or where they come from. But they're not of this world. I know that for a fact. For some reason. I had a lingering thought. Still not sure if they put a thought in my head or not. That they wanted me to know. That even my memories aren't safe. They're very strong and seem to be growing in numbers for some reason. They seem to not be able to hurt you physically unless you invite them in. Which, I don't know, since either no one has ever let them in or the ones that have aren't around to tell their story anymore. But they can get your mind. And since that night, I feel as though I'm being watched. I see them out of the corner of my eye occasionally. I look at my girlfriend while we're at the movie or at dinner and her eyes will be solid black for a split second. And worst of all, they took my most precious and most often reminisced memories and turned it into something sinister. Something that's now a constant reminder of the black-eyed children. Man, what a story. Mhm. That was That's one of those that that, that just kind of stays with you.
0: Mhm, definitely. I I heard about that one about a year ago. Maybe more than that, and it's always one that stuck out in my head. It's woo. That one's probably one of the creepier ones too.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you know, and just to think, you know, of you know, even after the encounter, you know, anywhere you go, no matter what you do, you still see them.
0: Yeah i wonder if it still haunts him to this day you know it's almost been 10 years since that one happened i believe man i think it was 2014 yeah yeah these things are creepy
1: (laughs) definitely
0: all right uh for our next one this early account of black-eyed children comes from Virginia in 1950 and concerns a 16-year-old boy known only as Harold. According to the story, Harold was walking home one evening when he came across another boy leaning against a fence as if he was waiting for someone. The teenager attempted to speak to him but received no response. He was about to walk off and go on with his journey when the strange boy suddenly stated to Harold, I want to go to your house. You're going to take me to your house. It was then Harold noticed the blackness of the boy's eyes. There was no white in them, just solid black. Harold began to think about turning and running home as fast as he could when something even stranger and more chilling happened. The boy blurted out, Now don't you run away from me. You're going to walk me up to your house. Harold turned away and ran anyways, faster than his legs had ever carried him before. He later recalled to his parents that he did so, and he heard a scream behind him, a scream that sounded very similar to a bobcat. Interestingly, his parents believed in their son's accounts, so much so that his father was said to have grabbed his gun and immediately gone out looking for the menacing boy who had demanded his son take him to their family home. His mother apparently thought her son had an encounter with the devil himself, and stated that she should take him to see a local priest. What do you think of that one?
1: Man, that was freaky.
0: Nineteen fifties, Virginia. You know. What I mean? Man. That goes that's that's a good ways back, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that is pretty 70,
0: good. Back. Oh, 73 years, maybe? Yeah. yeah, something
1: like that. Like I said, man, that that was definitely a freaky one. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, the it, I think a lot of it too is, you know, demanding. Where especially when he says, you know, don't you run away? You know, oh man. Yeah,
0: and they also seem to know. That, I don't know. It's 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 like they have some kind of psychic. Abilities or something can read uh, these people's minds. They got the guy's name in the first one. Knew he had a girlfriend. This one knew the the kid was about to run.
1: Yeah, it's just yeah, it's 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 definitely uh, mind puzzling, you know, and bizarre how they they know. Your most hidden secrets, all your thoughts, everything. Yeah. Just spooky.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: All righty. Spooky Appalachia. Definitely. <laughs> this next one comes to us from Raleigh, North Carolina, that took place in 2012. Carrie Kishner had, had intended to stop at the Triangle Town Center Mall on her way home from Wake Tech Community College near Raleigh, North Carolina. But she did. She wished she hadn't. There were very few people there that day. I found it strangely eerie how quiet it was, she said. While walking back to my car, I rounded a corner and saw an old lady and a younger boy. He immediately caught my attention because he was so odd-looking. I had never seen anyone like him. The boy looked to be about 12 years old, seemed average at first. But as she watched him talk with the woman, he seemed anything but average. The boy's black hair contrasted sharply with his pale skin. Dark patches, "'hung under his eyes. "'It looked like he hadn't slept in weeks,' she said. "'He had a very thin face. "'As she walked closer to the pair, "'she heard their conversation "'in a quiet but strong voice. "'The boy asked the woman for help. "'He stood very rigid with his hands by his side, "'looking at the ground.' As she finished fished around for a purse for something to give him. As I got closer, I noticed he seemed to get more uncomfortable. The boy began to shift his body when she passed him on her way to the car. Then he lifted his head and made eye contact with her. I froze. His eyes were black as night. Very dull, almost dead, Kirchner said. The look he gave me has haunted me. The feeling I got from him was as though he wasn't there at all, almost ghostly. Eyes locked on Kirchner's. The boy turned slowly, and not waiting for the older woman to give him what she had dug in her purse for simply walked away. Kishner doesn't know who or what the boy was, but this memory will stick with her forever. Ever since then, the look he gave me has haunted me, she said, almost like he knew what I had been thinking. Man. Man. These stories are enough to give you the chills.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. I wonder what happens if you just don't come to the door or respond to them, you know?
1: Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they just get tired and go away. (laughs) Or maybe they go to the back door.
0: uh, Uh, hopefully not. Yeah,
1: hopefully not. Maybe, like you said, maybe they just go away.
0: Yeah, hopefully they just go away. I know, I mean... I don't know if I would go to the door at 3 a.m. or right. What, what is it? These one of these things came up and started talking to her this time. She was out right. in the parking lot, I believe.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's kind of strange too. Um I've noticed uh a lot of the stories um uh, ha- seem to happen at 3 a.m., which what you know when they what they call the witching hour. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say that uh Demonic entities will take on forms of children and, you know, young and kids and things, you know, so people will trust them and come to them. So it makes you kind of wonder if they may be some type of demonic entities or something.
0: I had wondered that or something kind of like a vampire, maybe. Yeah, something our, like that. The stories of vampires are that they, they, you know, they ask to be let in. Yeah. And I've also heard people talk about uh, how they could be connected to the men in black, you know.
1: Mm, very possible, very possible. Yeah,
0: that uh, that they're like the younger versions of the men in black. I, I heard that somewhere, too. But just some interesting thoughts, I guess. Oh,
1: yeah. Food for thought. But as, yep. as we always say, the not knowing is what makes it so interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely. And speaking of interesting, um, our next one's pretty interesting as well. Um, This happened at a restaurant. It happened at a Taco Bell late one night. Ooh. Yeah. All right. June 2016. Aberdeen, Ohio. I was working the night shift at my local Taco Bell when I had one of the scariest moments in my life that I've ever experienced. It was 10 o'clock at night and the place was a graveyard. I was working the drive through that night. We hadn't had a customer in hours, so I was catching up on some cleaning, when suddenly a loud static sound came over my drive-through headphones, so loud that I had to take them off. I checked the camera. Nothing there. I went about my business after that. I then started getting the feeling like someone was watching me. Shortly after my coworker comes through from the back and lets out a shriek, I turn to see a girl with jet black hair standing at the drive-through window, facing us. My coworker and I look at each other in disbelief. We then hear the girl speak in a voice that still chills me to this very day. May I come in? My coworker and I stood there for a moment, not knowing what to say, then I responded, sorry, miss, the restaurant is closed for the night. We are only taking orders through the drive-through. Then the girl replies, Please, someone let me in. I really need to use the bathroom. My co-worker then looks at me and whispers, Dude, maybe we should just let her in. She's just a kid. I shook my head no. Something just felt off about the whole thing. I mean, what is a 10- or 11-year-old girl doing standing in a drive through at 10 p.m. at night on a Wednesday? I responded to the girl, I'm sorry, we can't let anyone in. We've closed the restaurant for the night. After a moment of silence, the girl starts banging on the window, shouting, Let me in! Let me in! I look at my coworker and ask, "What should we do?" He responded, "I don't know. Call the police." The girl then stops and stares at us. And that's when we see it. A set of pitch black eyes. After a few moments of silence, we hear a voice that sounds like it's coming from a thousand miles away. "Hello?" We look in the direction it's coming from. It's the drive-through headset. We look over to it and turning our backs to the girl. I responded, hello? The man on the, on the other end responds, yes. Can I have five, two five-layer burritos? My co-worker then shouts, Oh my God, she's gone. I turned to look at the girl who was nowhere to be seen. After serving the guy in the drive through window, my coworker and I began searching the internet on my phone, only to find out we had just had an encounter with a black-eyed kid. I worked at the Taco Bell for another two years before moving from Ohio, we never saw the girl again. Wow, no, nothing sacred or safe anymore, is it? Nothing, not, even, not a thing. Not even a Taco Bell.
1: Not even, not even a good meal. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna take it all from us.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the the black eye was it a girl? Yeah, it was a girl, black eyed yeah. kid girl. Uh, just, uh, was craving some, uh, I think what they, what they call it there is fourth meal at Taco Bell, the late evening, late night meals. Yeah. You got the munchies.
1: Yeah. I had it bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, you know, it, it's, it's not easy being evil.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Makes you work up an appetite. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But like I said, it definitely is. Some really spooky experiences, you know, but, <clears throat> uh, speaking of spooky, uh, a report from an Ohio man was given the pseudonym, Noetic, told of a strange encounter in July, 2010, with two black eyed teenagers outside the data center where he worked. Noetic was taking a break during his night shift was smoking a cigarette outside the building around 5 a.m. when he noticed two teenage boys come across the street from the building. He felt immediately unnerved as soon as he noticed them, perhaps because they appeared to be staring at him but were otherwise motionless. He quickly finished his cigarette and went back in the building and back to work. Around ten minutes later, however, the intercom from the front door buzzed. As Noetic turned to to observe the monitors, he could see that it was the two boys who had been staring him down earlier. He pressed the talk button and asked what they wanted, stating that he was busy. Neither of the boys spoke, but one of them motioned to the camera. For him to come outside, he pressed the talk button again and told them they would have to leave and then went back to work. The two boys continued to stare into the camera as though they were looking through the TV monitor into the room where he worked. Another 10 minutes or so, he noticed uh, he decided to go to the front door and ask the boys to leave and let him get on with his job. Before he opened the door, however, he sneaked a look at the two boys through the one-way glass. They looked normal enough, apart from the fact they had completely black eyes. Well, this made him even more on edge, but he decided to open the door anyway and tell the boys to leave, or he'd have to call the police. As soon as he opened the door... One of the boys said to him, as if he'd been reading his mind. That will not be necessary, sir. We simply need to use your phone. Can you let us in? Noetic decided, saying that nobody was allowed in. The boys asked again to be invited into the building. And they stood there staring at the now distressed man. Noretti pulled out his mobile phone, repeating his threat to call the police and pull the door shut again. He went back to observe the pair from the safety of the monitor. One boy remained at the door and stared into the camera, while the other made his way to the back of the building and stared into the, stared into the camera there. Noretti called the police all the while watching his monitors. The boys made their way to a blind spot on the security cameras. But while Noetic was you know, waiting for them to reappear on one of his monitors, they seemed to have simply vanished. By the time the police did arrive around 6 a.m., there was no sign of either of the two strange teenagers man
0: yeah did you did you notice that part where it was like they read his mind again
1: yeah you know so apparently that's a okay so that's a given you know they're also you know mind readers other than you know just you know reading your thoughts they you know they can actually read what you're thinking at the moment you know not only past thoughts but what you're actually thinking.
0: Man, I hope they don't show up here after uh, we've been reading these stories off.
1: Man, if they try to read my mind, they're going to be very lonely. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like, man, we come to the wrong place. We need to (laughs) skedaddle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, Has anybody listening had an encounter with the Black Eyed Kids? Um,
1: Yeah, let us know.
0: Yeah, send it. Send it to us, uh, spookyappalachia at gmail.com. Um, we do stories here on this channel weekly, and I'll I'll feature it as one of the stories. Uh, yeah, I hadn't heard any newer ones in a while, so I would I would love to get some. Um, I noticed a lot of these um, that I was able to find I featured previously on here were uh, around in the twenty ten air era you know right. yeah so
1: you know and 2019
0: 2010 to 2019 is the most of the, the ones I, i've seen so who knows maybe they all died out with covid
1: hey you never know you know <laughs> but you know it, it, it is you know interesting like you said you know there for a long time you know you heard about the black-eyed kids everywhere the black-eyed mm-hmm. children you know, and then all of a sudden it's just like the stories you know it just fell off the map mm-hmm. so like you say, you know, we're interested. We want to hear from you folks, you know, have you heard any, or have you heard anyone else talk about it? You know, let us know because we want to know if it's something that maybe, like Jimmy said, maybe it's just fizzled out or is it maybe there's been tons more encounters, they've just got more intense and people may be just afraid to come forward thinking, uh, you know, they're going to be ridiculed or something.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, here, if you want to share it here anonymously, yeah, we'll, we'll... – We'll read it out and feature it here on the channel.
1: Absolutely. And there's no ridicule here or judgment yep. or anything.
0: People will actually love these stories on here. If, Absolutely. Yeah. And if you've made it this far, make sure you subscribe. And, Absolutely. And uh, keep checking back. Uh, we do like a collection of stories about once a month, and then I do weekly stories. So,
1: That's right. so just- checking
0: weekly. Yep, yep.
1: Get those notifications on. Share out. Tell your friends yep, and family.
0: Yep. Do that too. Um we hope that you enjoyed this. And uh, also be sure to check out Jared's channel, Jared King TV.
1: Thanks so much.
0: He does some amazing work over there and storytelling. But uh yeah, we hope you enjoyed it. And uh let us know what you think in the comments and uh be sure to give it a like and uh we'll catch you in the next one.
1: God bless and have a good.
0: Good night, folks.